Welcome to the 2008 Gaming Trends. This is not a review of 2007, but a look at 2008 and how it might be if the trends of last year continue to gain momentum. Purely hypothetical, of course, in your dreams. Trend number one, extreme shortage games. First, there was Notre Dame, where you were overrun by rats regardless of what you did to prevent it. Then there was In the Year of the Dragon, where you faced one catastrophe and shortage after the other, losing victory points left and right. Shortage games are in demand. Now the trend continues with extreme shortage games. The players are put under stress from the moment they buy the game. First of all, there is no box for the game material. Players have to start the game by rummaging through trash cans looking for a piece of cardboard, provide their own crayons to paint the cover picture. Then, there is no game board. Players have to wipe away the dust of their kitchen floor and outline the game board using their fingernails. Loads of fun. Then, there are no meeples. Instead, players have to use some spare moldy sugar cubes that they found in an old tin box under the cellar stairs. Great excitement when entering the cellar. Then, there are no rules. Players have to wreck their brains creating the rules out of nowhere. It can't get more extreme when you have nothing left but your imagination. Then, there is actually no game. Wait, that's not extreme. That's simply plain stupid. Trend number two. Starter kits. Wow, war games have become so complicated and the players are slowly dying out, just like Jeb. But wait, new, fresh, young, tasty Wargamer blood was created by making the granddaddy of all war games accessible to everyone, even Sam and Tom, with a limited attention span for war games. Advanced Squad Leader Starter Kits number 1 to 3 came along, and hooray! Suddenly the 13,000 pages of rules were condensed to only 12 pages of extremely tiny font and actually made sense. Only problem, the errata. Now that the errata of starter kits 1 to 3 has become so obtuse and complicated, it is time for the next logical step. It is time for Advanced Squad Leader Starter Kit Numbers 1 to 3 Starter Kit Number 1. In this easy game with only 12 pages of slightly tiny font, the starter kits have actually been condensed into a kind of playable game. This will bring thousands of new players to the fold. So rejoice, Wargamers! Trend Number 3. Speaking of freakish game titles, okay, it's a great game, but who in earth invented the title Age of Empires 3, the Age of Discovery? So what does this tell us? That the third age, the Age of Empires nonetheless, is actually also the Age of Discovery? So what did all these empires do in the ages 1 and 2? Sit around and fiddle their thumbs? I say nay, nay, nay to these titles, and please also don't bring on more game titles like Battle Lore, The Hundred Years' War, Crossbows and Polearms, or Wings of War, The Dawn of World War II. These titles take longer to pronounce than actually playing the game. I know, I know, they are necessary, because they are the umpteenth expansion of something, but I mean, come on. Trend number four. Minimalist game themes. Oh, gone are the glorious days when every game was a trading game in the Mediterranean. You played proud empires like the Venetians or the Phoenicians, and the whole world was your doorstep. But now, in 2007, this. In Agricola, you're a farmer in a wooden shack with your spouse and little else. Well, what a hot subject, I dare say. So you have a spouse and little else? No gaming collection of 4,000 games? No fleets of power to be sent on to your neighbors? To trade in the Mediterranean? Also... Twilight Struggle, a huge game of global Cold War, suddenly became 1960, 
the making of the president. And it is about Nixon versus Kennedy. Okay, what is next? A game about the new Democrat candidate primaries? How would this sound? Hillary Clinton wins the game by being able to be voted as president, perhaps. Then there might be 2008, the journey to the voting booth, where you start as a poor middle-class citizen with a wooden shack, your spouse and little else but a note that says you are able to vote. Will you or will you not? The most exciting game of all time, I tell you. And we finish with trend number five, more weird game titles. So the new game about the Industrial Revolution in Great Britain by the equally great Martin Wallace is called Brass? Not Industrial Revolution or something? Or Industria? Okay, that already existed. And the new game about trading with ships is not called Ship Trading or something, but Before the Wind? If this is a new trend that should be heated, we should expect more minimalist titles in the future. Let's invent some. Paths of Glory 2 becomes Supply. Says it all, doesn't it? Or Battle Lore Expansion Set number 57 becomes Cards. Just Cards. It's the new black, I tell you. And the inevitable follow-up to Agricola will become Before the Cow. At least that's better than sitting in a shack with your spouse and little else. May the year 2007 bring more fun, more games, more Tom, more Vassal, more Sam, more Healy and more weird over-the-top Australian strategy tips. And may it bring peace and happiness for all the listeners of the Dice Tower. Ein frohes neues Jahr euch allen. Moritz, over and out. Serious strategy tip number four. This strategy tip applies to all games which use money or something similar as a game mechanic. And that is a very simple strategy tip courtesy of the legendary Walter Sorger from the West Park Gamers, and it is keep fully invested. Yes, it's that simple, even though Jeff could probably make a mathematical analysis out of it. What it means is simple. If the game is about investing and making gains through investment, always invest as much as you can. Try to always maximize what you can spend each turn by buying something that most exactly fits the maximum amount you can spend. Example, you can spend 10 money and can either buy one share for six money or two shares for 10. Always buy the two shares. Of course, it depends very much on the game and the risks involved, but usually it really is best to spread your assets as broadly as possible because then the gains will be even bigger and the danger smaller. The simple rule, keep fully invested, has helped me a lot in complicated business games, so keep it in mind as well.